Now, uh, the floor is given to the next speaker. Who? Who, whose name is Alexander Trushin, who is representing Novotroetsa Orthodox Church. In Ural Mountains. One of the very interesting uh, topics I, I want to draw your attention to is collection of the information for uh, canonization of the set of rules had been initiated long ago, many years ago, and with the assistance of those people whom he didn't know uh, at all, and who didn't know Father Seren personally, and we will be able to, pr to present the, uh, some pieces of information. And, uh, and the title of the presentation, um, actually, um, now the floor is given to Father Alexander. Your eminence, brothers and sisters, I would like to make a report about certain conclusions and generalizations concerning the global, spiritual, moral and church historical significance of the personality of here, monk, seraphim, Last year, September, it was 40 years old uh, after his uh, death. And Metropolit uh, uh, Nikolai uh, was uh, visiting uh, Platina and he said about the canonizations and it uh, started the process of canonization in Georgia, and it had an impact. And in Russia and in states, and we interviewed four or five times to mass media. And uh, message will be a short answer to all these questions. On global veneration, the excess of spiritual life and enlightening activities of here monk Seraphim, who initially gained recognition during his earthly journey and later became increasingly well known and deeply understood following his passing have found expression in the acknowledgement and growing global reverence of him as a righteous individual from the latter half of the 20th century to the present day the extensive efforts of various individuals over the past four decades in different countries to study the written legacy of Father Seraphim, his thought patterns and the dissemination of information about those who personally knew him, along with the search for new testimonies of his feats and 
sanctity have culminated in the recent local organization within the Ahalkalaki Diocese of the Georgian Orthodox Church. Taking advantage of the opportunity presented by the conference, allow me to offer some reflections, summaries, and conclusions regarding the spiritual and historical importance of Father Seraphim's personality. Uh, this is based on our involvement by God's grace in the investigation and development of church scientific materials uh, that should ultimately lead to the uh, global glorification of here monk uh, Seraphim Platina about holiness. According to the teachings and practices of Eastern Orthodox Church, the holiness of an individual constitutes a novel divine human reality of their existence, emerging and attainable within the ecclesiastical context through the uh, restoration of divine communion based on personal Christian. Holiness as understood in the context is primarily established from the human perspective through one's love for God. On the divine side, it is uh, endowed through the gift of divine grace present. Initially conferred through the sacraments of baptism and chrismation, divine grace, when nurtured through the struggle of Christian life, transforms into a secondary active force within the Christian. It uh, begins to manifest itself firstly through distinct new characteristics of the individual, Christian virtues, reinforcing, sanctifying, elevating, and when necessary, surpassing their capacity for miraculous acts. In the teachings of the church, a holy person becomes, in a sense, a dual-natured being by assimilating divine grace as a second energy of manifestation within their created hypostasis in the image of God. However, it is essential to understand that this is not a transformation of their essence, but rather an energetic interaction. The interaction is not illusory, but uh, actually real because uh, energies inherently possesses the capacity uh, for action and that the uh, properties of the divine nature are then expressed through the human nature in the lives of saints. Such is the nature of a holy person, about the saints. The holiness of the saints, with all its beauty and significance for them personally, is also necessary for those of us who are still here in the earthly arena amidst life's tumultuous sea. Firstly, the manifestation of saint is a new and resounding testimony to the ongoing true existence. The church is a fertile garden, and it is in here and in her nature to give birth to saints. This means that it continues to exist in God, who is the, the same yesterday, today, and forever. 
Secondly, the emergence of a new saint is important for us, not only from a purely intellectual perspective or as evidence of something, but also from a spiritual and practical standpoint. It signifies the appearance of a new intercessor and advocate before God on our behalf. It's another door that has opened for us in the kingdom of heaven. It's a new grace of divine love reaching us through his saving providence. Grace, of course, is one with God belonging to the persons of the Holy Trinity. But uh, through the lives of his new saints in their character and strengths, it manifests itself through Father Seraphim and others. This grace now shines forth in the world and blends with the grace and mercy. About testimonies. Based on numerous testimonies and research, including our investigation into the life and deeds of here monk Seraphim Rose on site in 2018-2019, as part of the efforts to gather materials for canonization, we can confirm the existence of a multitude of instances of divine grace manifesting through the prayers of here monk Seraphim. Descriptions of selected instances are, as chosen by us are provided in the appendix to the materials of the conference in two languages under the title Posthumous Manifestations of Divine Grace through the Prayers of Pierre Monk, Seraphim of Platina. It will be available in the conference materials and also on the website. It's currently under development about canonization in accordance with the practice of the Orthodox Church, uh, ecumenical Orthodox Church and local ecclesiastical traditions, the canonization uh, of a devout and virtuous ascetic into the ranks of the saints is accomplished through the examination of specific facts from their life. It's uh, testimonies of a devout life, testimonies of popular veneration and testimonies of posthumous miracles. One should also include any written works attributed to them, if such writing exists. The first two of the mentioned criteria are necessary but insufficient. Among the three criteria, the presence of posthumous manifestations of divine grace in the same of the in the name of the considered ascetic of piety are also known as miracles performed by the saint is regarded as the most important for canonizations. Thus our saints are said uh, to light in their graves and, and drive away spirits. If all the criteria determined by these testimonies are present, then the process of canonization can be initiated and a decision can be made regarding the composition of services and the acquisition of the saints relics if necessary about the canonization in halkalaki regarding the canonization process in halkalaki it appears that uh, there was no formal church administrative process in place there were no special commissions documents or statistics associated with it 
However, when considering the local veneration of the universally recognized righteous figure, it is worth reflecting on the perspective of Saint Athenius of Paris, a Greek ascetic and teacher from the late 18th to early 19th century. He addressed a similar question. You wrote to me that uh, recently, on the day of the commemoration of Saint John the Theologian, you and your friends had a conversation about the new martyrs. Some of them are less knowledgeable, but also scholars asserted that saints and martyrs cannot be venerated. You seemed uh, to want to object, but you hesitated, fearing that their words might be justified. Where these scholars read this and where in the church of god it is heard that marches await early judgment of their martyrdom who sealed their end with the confession of the holy faith uh, on the other hand, indeed, the entire process of external verification and approvals is important and necessary for the correct church practical handling. All testimonies are valuable and needed, but they serve as evidence for people. No one denies this, and it is not uh, overlooked because these testimonies are inherent in the very nature of things for us believe in time and possess free will to establish the acts of personal veneration. However, in the local character of veneration, as it is now established in the Ahalkalaki diocese, there is a deliberate limitation. It's not universal. This limitation is based on the personal knowledge of the sanctity of the venerated person by one or a group of like-minded individuals. Therefore, it's not extended to everyone. It is referred to as local veneration. In other words, it's veneration not by everyone, but only some, unquestionably those who have knowledge of it. Such knowledge and veneration of Father Seraphim existed immediately and still exist among his immediate spiritual children. This worth noting that Bishop Nektari Konsevich, who comforted and none closely acquainted with Father Seraphim at the time of his passing, mentioned that he was now praying not for Father Seraphim, but to him. However, when such knowledge of sanctity exists, even it is known only to some individuals. If it is true and unbiased, then the failure to venerate the saint can be seen as a form of untruth and impiety. To illustrate the point, we can recall the case of Saint Simeon, the new theologian, a great pillar of the church in the 11th century. He was disciple and uh, obedient of Saint Simeon and Pius, and immediately after his repose, he venerated him as a saint along with his entire monastery. The veneration was based on personal and unquestionable knowledge of the gracefulness of the mentor, Saint Simeon the Pious. As it is known, Saint Simeon, the new theologian himself, was an extraordinary and open expression of the experience of life and was a disciple of his elder from whom he inherited 
multiply these great gifts. Therefore, for Saint Simeon, the knowledge of the sanctity of his mentor and all that corresponded to it was true. However, uh, he was criticized multiple times for such a quite evident and noisy veneration of his spiritual father. In the case of uh, Father Seraphim, uh, Bishop uh, uh, Nicholas knows the one speaking before he also knows that even possesses a notebook containing testimonies of people who have personally witnessed the sanctity in the places where it manifested. Furthermore, miracles testify to this and witnesses are called upon for this purpose. The most recent of this is the fact of the new mere streaming icon of Father Seraphim. Here is the description of this icon. Therefore, based solely on the available facts, we are in full agreement with the actions of His Eminence, Eminence Nicholas regarding the glorification of here among Seraphim of Platina. However, if we acknowledge this action is true, then it becomes the first testimony of the radiance of a new grace, a new saint on earth, and our intercessor before the throne of God. Furthermore, it is the first initiative and a loud call for the universal recognition of sanctity at the local level. Therefore, this event is significant and joyous. Summary and conclusion. It is known that last year in September marked the 14th anniversary of the repose of here among Seraphim. Uh, new initiatives uh, uh, started and uh, all of this compelled us to reconsider the unfolding events and draw such conclusions, especially when speaking joyfully here and now where we can now pray to to Father Seraphim in Halkalak as a saint and discuss him as such without reservation. Therefore, in concluding my report, I will attempt to present to you a somewhat final picture of the complex spiritual journey toward recognizing the sanctity of here among Seraphim. Taking into account the recent events of 2022 and 23, which has resolved nearly all remaining uncertainties. In other words, this path has been largely reversed. It is important to emphasize to truly must move, must focus not solely on the numerous earthly events, but the intention should be directed specifically toward the movement of divine grace during his lifetime. The church, according to ancient teaching uh, on this matter, is the unity of divine grace that resides in the multitude of individuals who submit themselves to this grace. In order to clearly dist distinguish the sanctity of a person entering the ranks of the triumphant church, our attention should be focused on the extent to which this person has submitted to the grace of Christ obeying his commandments and following the path laid out by the Savior, which is truth and life. Father Seraphim, who had attained the grace of sanctity, the manifestations of which 
become increasingly apparent in the final years of his earthly life, concealed it at the mo moment of the repose. He didn't hide it from uh, everyone, but only from many. And uh, after his death, he was healing in sickness, comforting in sorrow, guiding the truth and responding to their requests and prayers. But time passed and the works and teachings of Yermong Seraphim became globally known. Many of the difficulties and contradictions that accompanied the righteous one in the circumstances of his final years of posthumous life were resolved and calm. The divine grace residing in Father Seraphim desired to manifest itself anew to the world. Initially, it encountered only the hard rock on its path. Uh, this rock, to be completely honest, represents the hardness of human hearts closed by prejudice and spiritual intensity. Therefore, the divine grace dwelling in Father Seraphim began to call uh, those capable of hearing it. People started talking about it, contributing what they could to his glorification and placing their hope in it. It so happened that one heart particularly softened by love of Father Seraphim and his yet unrevealed sanctity responded to this call with action. This heart belonged to his eminence, Nicholas Mitropolitan of Halkalaki and Kumurdo and Kari, the spiritual shepherd of the southern lands of Georgia, parts of Armenia and Turkey. His heart wasn't of stone, but according to Ezekiel and heart of flesh. A delicate membrane of biblical firmament separating the true spiritual reality of Father Seraphim's higher existence from our visible world. At the right moment, when everything was ready for this divine grace, this veil opened and spiritual membrane burst, releasing a new stream of grace and love from Father Seraphim. Thus, his eminence Nicholas carried out the deed and act of this new canonization of the 21st century with his, with his heart. This is why this place, which might seem quite remote to some, become the source of the spiritual fountain that was immediately noticed worldwide. This is why Bishop, Bishop Nicholas said, it starts here and from here it will spread. This is the first spiritual sketch concerning uh, the life, death, and manifestation of the sanctity of Saint Seraphim of Platina, which I wanted to present to you here as the place of his initial glorification. However, there is a second uh, larger picture on the worldwide historical significance. However, we shift our spiritual gaze even further and attempt to view the phenomena of sanctity and the path of glorification of uh, Father Seraphim as a whole, the worldwide church historical significance of the Seraphim of Platinum becomes noticeable. 
The American church revealed the treasure of Father Seraphim. The Serbian church preserved the place of his life, struggles and uh, uh, repose for a time. The Russian church, hearing the heart beat of grace from Benefis, the covering proclaimed the Georgian church welcomed this new grace into the world and revealed it all. Therefore, in addition to the well-known fact of the worldwide spiritual and moral significance of Father Seraphim of Platina through his apostolic work and the dissemination of his teaching in many languages. We now also see his global church historical significance through the participation of numerous local churches akin to a new miracle. This applies to the environment in which Father Seraphim emerged his increasing posthumous renown and his glorification. It's all a miracle. Indeed, it's now impossible to imagine the church historical and spiritual intellectual landscape of the modern world. Over the past decades, without the shining image of Father Seraphim of Platina. Therefore, we can only echo the words proclaimed on the 40th day after Father Seraphim's repose by the blessed memory Archbishop Nectary. We glorify you, Venerable Father Seraphim, our great teacher and interlocutor of angels. Thank you so much to Father Alexander. Do we have any questions to Father Alexander? This website, this specific website is not functional yet, but he has the copies of different attachments or annexes, and correspondingly, all the those texts uh, will be available as uh, attachments uh, later. I would like just to ask an advice. Father Seraphim Rose very often mentions in his writings that whoever, even superficially, tries to learn the processes which take place in the modern world, trends and processes which take place, they will be uh, absolutely sure that this worldly life became just who uh, out again today is much later than we thought and one of the oldest uh, uh, prophecy is being implemented that times will come when majority part of the humanity will actually uh, will leave the godly past and become insane and whoever will stay on that path uh, they will uh, point at them and they will be pointed at and told that you are crazy. And that's the reality we live in. And very often, Father Seraphim Rose writes that the spiritual center, the center of the spiritual life of the uh, people should be Christ. But unfortunately, the center of the spiritual center of majority of the people be, um, is uh, a screen in the modern life. And 
instead of glorifying the Lord and become uh, similar to the Lord, trying to look like that. But uh, the majority of the people are attached to the screens and majority of the information they are getting is anti-Christian, anti-human, and multiplication of those things actually have very negative impact on everything, on visual and in, uh, visual and non-visual uh, creatures in this world. And the time is becoming uh, uh, more accelerated and weak becomes uh, as a uh, week is felt as a day, as a trust. So, so my question is: Well, uh, one of the uh, Nilos, uh, one of the saints, Holy Father, who lived in the 17th century, uh, Saint Nilos, uh, uh, he was just uh, saying that people will fly in the sky and they will uh, like uh, birds and they will see each other from different uh, points, uh, from different locations of the earth. And the same prophecy as uh, Cosma Italiel from Italia. We know that uh, a huge amount of literature, theological literature is being published in Russia. In Georgia, we do try to do our best to translate a number of uh, theological um, literature. And as uh, Bishop Nikolaus has already mentioned, uh, that one of the books of Father Serapim Rus, uh, Rus uh, about the living after living of the soul after the death, and the person who has who had translated that book has become a more uh, nun, sorry. And uh, I think uh, that, that's, uh, um, uh, these are just amazing books which have been translated into Georgia. And my question is uh, to the author of a very interesting presentation, to Father, would you please just advise us, are there any works uh, uh, of Father Seraphim Roost's by the way, uh, dedicated to the uh, relationship of the modern uh, person to time. If there are any words, uh, we would love to translate that uh, book into Georgian or that article into Georgian, and it would have been available to the modern Georgian readers. And uh, any um, works or articles about modern technologies any separate work, if you can just indicate to those works, we will be very appreciative. Thank you. Sure. As to Father Seraphim, he's opinion, his thoughts about the modern world, about the trends, modern trends. was the key topic of my presentation. When we are talking about Father Seraphim and his words, taking into consideration the significance 
of his works for the modern for modern Christians. It's really very topical. This because he writes about the most topical issues of uh, his times. If uh, you are interested in different works of Father Seraphim, uh, I would advise you to uh, work to, to read all of his works because he was writing a lot about Christianity, but he was differentiating the internal and external form of Christianity. He was doing his best in his life. To pay more attention to internal uh, Christian life rather than external form of Christianity. And he has dedicated a lot of articles and works uh, on this specific topic. He, he tried to emphasize uh, on Christian values. Uh, and you have mentioned absolutely uh, correctly that people are, people uh, have uh, unfortunately um, attached, people are mostly attached to different technologies, uh, um, uh, budgets, but uh, all of us should uh, be attached with our mind, heart, soul to Christ, to the Lord. And that's what what he used to say mostly, and that's the key value, actually, uh, Father Seraphim. And Father Seraphim was talking about television. I can tell you that he, he could predict the kind of development of those technologies. He was analyzing those trends. He was listening to classical music from the very beginning, from the very beginning when he was starting, from the very beginning. You cannot listen to classical music or, or you cannot read the uh, literature. He was trying to emphasize on internal Christianity and praying and from the very beginning. Yes, I do agree with you, absolutely. Thank you so much, Father Alexander. Thank you so much, Mary. The only one uh, I think I would like just to draw your attention to very briefly is that Father Seraphim. Well, his analysis, his, his thoughts, critical thoughts about the times when he lived is 40 years ago. He lived 40 years ago. A lot of things have been changed since then. And I cannot say that uh, anything has been improved, just on the opposite. In the modern world, those Christians have to deal with, to address those types of problems. For instance, in our uh, church or in our monastery, we have to deal uh, with the problems and challenges which could have been unimaginable 